0: Everybody, Welcome to the Dairobi Health Show where we have a maybe click clickbait sounding title, but it's really not. How to be really lean, athletic, a world-class performer and eat chocolate every day with Brad Kearns. Brad, thanks for coming on the show.
1: Oh, my gosh! How fun to be on live with you, Dave. I know we're gonna hit it hard here for a, a quick message, but it's a great subject for me, and I really have become a dark chocolate connoisseur. You know, I don't drink alcohol, so I, I sit back and watch the wine uh, people go through their things and I feel left out, you know <laughs> but um, when you when you start to learn more about dark chocolate and how wonderful of a uh, nutritious food it is and how 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 great of a treat it is. But I think also we're going to need to talk about the distinctions in the marketplace between uh, what's a lousy, mass-processed uh, product and then what's quality. So wherever we want to go with this, yeah.
0: Yeah, sounds, sounds great. And this came about because I interviewed Brad uh, a couple months ago. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Brad is a New York Times bestselling author. He holds Guinness World Records. Um, he's uh, a number one rec speed golfer. He's a high jumper. He was a professional triathlete for you. He's got a fascinating backstory, and and kind of at the end, kind of casually, kind of a throwaway remark, he said something about eating chocolate every day, and I didn't really dive into it, but it stuck with me. I was like, hang on a minute, Th- this is just not what we picture uh, Guinness record holding athletes doing. Uh, every, every single day. Now, now, Brad, before we jump right into the, the nitty gritty on that, uh, I, I right away want to overcome some comments that I, I, I can hear some people making like, oh, this guy probably works out 15 to 20 hours a week. He can eat whatever he wants. Now, would you just address that real quick? Because there are people that believe that and aren't kind of they, they, they're not up on the latest in nutrition and, and how that works.
1: Yeah, that uh, line needs to be uh, retired forever. And the late Jim Fix, who was a best-selling author back in the 70s and credited with driving the running boom in America, he wrote the a complete uh, runner's training log, and it was a perennial bestseller. Uh, but he used to mm-hmm. gloat in the pages about how runners can eat whatever they want, because if the furnace is hot enough, anything will burn. And there's some Uh, you know, there's some validation to that statement, especially when we're talking about sugar and how bad sugar is for the body. But if you finish a workout and your glycogen stores are depleted and you go and get a a bag of Skittles and a Slurpee, you're not getting any nutrition, but that sugar will be immediately redirected to the glycogen stores rather than wreaking havoc as it would if you were sitting at your desk having a bag of Skittles. So, um, you do get a little bit of a free pass For being an active person when it comes to consuming something that has minimal nutritional value and just calories. Now, I also say, as an athlete or someone who's fitness interested, we need more from our diet than the average person who's just going down the path of disease and decline. And so I kind of emphasize, even to the fit people that have earned that hall pass to go consume something that's not nutritious, think twice and go to find the most nutritious foods that you actually enjoy and give you a performance and recovery benefit. And that's, of course, going to set us up for dark chocolate. But uh, Jim Fix died of a heart attack on the road doing one of his beloved runs. So he was a very fit individual. And we now know from research over you know, many decades that um, even the fittest people are not immune from the heart disease and the disease processes that come from largely a bad diet and other adverse lifestyle practices. So you cannot outrun or out-exercise a bad diet
0: excellent and uh just one tiny little point i'll add on to that i can work really hard on my on my uh, rowing machine uh very high intensity workout and burn about 240 calories in half an hour <laughs> and and that's the equivalent of one soda right mm. if you eat a milkshake it's 900 calories it's a lot of work to burn off the calories so that type of thinking we just kind of got to get rid of it but that being said you and i both share Something and that is that we're both enthusiasts of, of health and we also both have a sweet tooth and and interestingly I was watching what's his name uh, Cavalier who does the Athlean podcast on a uh, uh, YouTube channel are you familiar with it Yeah Jeff Cavalier. he was like the Jeff Cavalier thank you uh, just the other day I was watching one of his videos and he addressed this exact same thing he said I don't cut out my sweet tooth I I have uh, he does it with uh, sweet yogurt. Every night he has yogurt with his dinner. He's like, yeah, this isn't helping me with my goals, but it's keeping me sane because the rest of my nutrition is so clean. It seems like your attitude is similar to that.
1: Well, I've had a major transition in my diet uh, starting in early 2022. And I love talking about it in a short uh, short version since we're on a quick show here. Um, it's meat and fruit as the centerpiece of human health. And so I'm taking a... Uh, a concerted backstep, large giant backpedaling from the restrictive diets that have been so popular in the progressive and ancestral health movement in the last several years. So you talk about things like keto, low carb, intermittent fasting, time-restricted feeding, all these diets have magnificent health benefits. I've written about them and talked about them for many years, but for someone who's Mm -hmm. healthy and athletic and energetic and has fitness goals and wants to have a more active lifestyle, which is probably... Uh, Among the best things you can do for longevity, um, restricting carbs. Or restricting the time periods that you're eating must be considered a stressor to the body and so when i'm talking about stacking the various stressors in my life like my hectic day as well as my high intensity sprint workout and then you want me to go home and fast or or carefully limit my carbs to keto we have to expand the conversation to say natural nutritious easy to digest carbohydrate sources like fruit can be a wonderful centerpiece of the human diet, like they have been for 2 million years. And it's important to rethink this because I think a lot of people think less carbs are better because we group all carbs together. And yes, you don't need a pizza to be a healthy person or giant bowls of pasta or cereal, but I've made that distinction Mm -hmm. and made a concerted effort to consume more fruit in my daily diet. Okay. Interesting.
0: So all that being said, We've put aside some uh, misconceptions, hopefully, and um, also acknowledge that you're mostly eating a very healthy diet and you're also keeping up a very uh, rigorous training regimen. And now let's talk about the chocolate. So, you're a fan of dark chocolate.
1: Dark chocolate versus milk chocolate conveys the percentage of sugar versus the percentage of cacao. And the cacao being where chocolate is made from, that's what has all the wonderful health benefits, the polyphenols, antioxidants, the phenylalanine, they call it the love drug because it's in the mood elevating. You have benefits for cardiovascular. All these come from the cacao. It's like talking about alcohol and red wine's good for your health. That's because of the grapes and the antioxidants from that. It's not from the alcohol, which is a poison to the body. So when I talk about chocolate, the first critical distinction is that dark chocolate is a health boosting food and milk chocolate is largely a source of sugar. And a lot of times the main mass produced bars are made with inferior cacao beans, largely sourced from child slave labor in Africa. So when you're buying inexpensive candy bars or milk chocolate bars, that's a disaster for your health. But when you can source the most gourmet and well-made that's called bean-to-bar dark chocolate with a high cacao percentage. So right on the label of dark chocolate bars, it'll say 70% or 85% or 90%. That conveys how much cacao is in there. And so anything over around 70% is a low sugar and high nutrition delicious product. It takes a little bit of time to habituate away. If you've been eating Milky Ways and Nestle's crunch your whole life, the dark chocolate is going to taste a little bitter, but I've habituated very quickly away from a lifetime of enjoyment of this and that chocolate to now I like the very high cacao percentage and the wonderful, rich taste of a a savory dark chocolate bar that's up at 80% dark chocolate, for example.
0: And how much are you having in a day?
1: Oh, Dave, I don't, uh, I'm embarrassed to say, but I will say, (laughs) as we talked about before we recorded, I've limited my indulgences to dark chocolate. So I'm no longer floating through life wondering if I want the creme brulee or the cheesecake or whether I'm going to go get another pint of ice cream because there's a new flavor. I want to get rid of the foods that aren't serving me nutritionally and have the most nutrient-dense diet possible. But I also, like you talked about Cavalier, we want to enjoy our lives we're burning a lot of energy. We deserve a little treat now and then. So my soul and primary treat are these wonderful dark chocolate bars that I source from all over the world and I spend a lot of money on. I probably eat, let's say, an average of a bar a day, which is a lot, but it's super fun and it keeps me kind of focused and I, I'm not going to eat five bars a day, right? So it, it kind of limits my indulgences to something that's sensible, and then I don't worry about looking for all these other types of treats that I that I might need to to feel mm-hmm. like I'm enjoying my life. So you get you get your fix, and it's healthy. It's supporting your
0: lifestyle, and it's keeping you from that um, psychology that we all have where if we finally break down for a sweet, it might be just go crazy and binge, you know, and, and kind of go over the top once we've kind of taken that first bite. And I don't know about everyone else. This is me now I'm talking about, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of other people uh, can relate. Now, when it comes to fine chocolate, I'm like you. I have a sweet tooth. I used to love whatever type of chocolate bar. And uh, I had to uh, acclimate. Uh, I think that's the word you used. I like it to dark chocolate to where now I, I love it. And it, 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 took a little time and Madagascar is my favorite. And I love these bars that have ingredients and they usually say something like ingredients. So there's only three or four. Mm-hmm. It's like beans, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, milk and, and a little bit of sugar and, or, or, or some butter. It's really, really that the ingredients lists are very short on these, these really fine bars.
1: Yeah. To distinguish between a poorly made bar that is largely sourced from child slave labor in Africa, that's an important point to Mm -hmm. notice. If you're purchasing a cheap chocolate bar, dark chocolate, milk chocolate from a mainstream source, you're supporting child slave labor in Africa. So the farmers that get a fair price... It's called fair trade. So you might see that designation on the label or you see the designation bean to bar. So the person who creates roasts and, and, and prepares the chocolate into a bar knows where they got the beans. So look for bean to bar, fair trade, okay. um, and the ingredient list should have cacao beans as the first ingredient. That means the maker started with the actual beans from the farmer rather than a commodity product that you buy in barrels on the stock exchange. Like it'll say chocolate liqueur or chocolate or dark chocolate will be the first ingredient on the label. It sounds, you know, innocuous, but you really want to scrutinize and look for cacao beans as the first ingredient.
0: What are your favorite sources? Where are you buying these fine chocolate bars?
1: Oh, I have so many great brands. askinosee.com. Sean Askinozi is the proprietor there and he had an m- amazing career change where he went from a trial lawyer to a guy who wanted to make chocolate and it's a great story. I had him on my B-Rad podcast. And there's a website called cacaorunners.com based in in Europe and they have, you know, hundreds of different bars so you can go on there and buy 10 different ones and see which one you like and then find the manufacturer of those. So there's a lot of great makers. I have some great chocolate from uh, uh, from Hawaii called Puna Chocolate. I like Lily Bill Farms in Oregon. Shout outs all around. I just found Cacao Princess that's made in Mexico and it's one of my favorites. So it's it's an ongoing uh, journey to find these new new labels and slightly different, you know, you start to become sophisticated. One thing to do. So first I want you to look for bean to bar on the label. And then secondly, okay. when you put that chocolate in your mouth, take a small square and melt it on your tongue. Do not bite into chocolate. The true chocolate connoisseur is going to put that square on their tongue and let the flavor melt. You can press it up against your palate. It'll take many minutes to to work through one square. That's why when, when you ask me how much chocolate I eat and I say a bar a day, that's a lot of savoring <laughs> that chocolate's in my mouth for a long time. But when you chomp down on a Love. chocolate it's kind of like the wine snobs are gonna look at you wrong if you're drinking wine out of a paper cup. You gotta you gotta savor that chocolate flavor. Interesting. I'm glad you you fit that out.
0: And for people who aren't that adventurous yet, but they got their prime account. Uh are there some bars on Amazon that are just easy to get for people to kind of dip their toe in the water and get started?
1: Uh I prefer that website I mentioned because Amazon um there's it's difficult to determine whether you're getting a quality bar. And so I mentioned the, the label. The other one I should mention is that you're going to pay a lot more for a quality dark chocolate bar. You're going to expect to pay $3 to $4 an ounce. So a typical size bar is going to be $12 instead of three fifty dollars that you might see in your health food store or natural foods market. So that's an adjustment. But again, it's kind of like wine. You want to buy a cheap, lousy wine that's got chemicals and uh, lousy grapes um, and live your life that way. So we're talking about a little bit of a budget outlay for a quality bar, but you're going to enjoy it so much more. You're going to know the farmer's got a fair price if that means something to you about sustainability and making an imprint on the planet Um, so if you're looking on amazon um, you can look for the price point as a guide to help you navigate
0: or or hopefully some of these brands you've mentioned have have an outlet on amazon so you're getting the exact same stuff that's worth uh, uh checking into and uh and one whole bar is a lot i was up in seattle um let's see, a couple months ago, three, four months ago. And we went out to Bainbridge Island and there's this fine Mm. uh, store out there that has multiple of these uh, bean-to-bar brands. And I picked out three bars and they lasted me a few months. And so this price tag of $12 doesn't have to, you don't have to be like Brad and eat the whole thing every, every day (laughs) uh, because of what he said, I, I can take like two squares off of a lot of these, after dinner, and take tiny bites and really enjoy them for a while. And, uh, and so it just depends on on how you eat them. And so uh, you, you don't have to spend $12 a day on this habit. Uh, you, you can eat, you can eat less if, if you can convince yourself to be satisfied with it you know, less of and, the bar. And, I, I suppose I never
1: so. thought of it in those terms of price per day. Now I'm now I'm really tripping because that <laughs> that puts me up in a high category. I'm like, what am I doing here? Oh boy. It's a lifestyle thing though, Brad. I mean,
0: I'm not I'm not criticizing what you're doing at all. I'm just kind of, you know, I'm just thinking for the people who are going 12 bucks a bar. That, you know, for me, the switch from lower quality foods to higher quality mm. uh, uh, chocolate uh, was was taste first of all. And then price, and so um, that's what I did. I just trained myself to to enjoy small little pieces for a long time and be quite satisfied after two or three squares. Love it, Dave. <laughs> well, Brad, uh, at last time you came on the show, we sent you some supplements. What did what did you pick out? We gave everyone a hundred dollar gift certificate. So I don't often have a second interview with people. What did you pick out from our our website?
1: Oh my gosh, the mineral drops are a fantastic centerpiece to my daily smoothie and it's difficult to huh. for me to to have all these different uh, supplements on my shelf and I forget to take some and I wonder if these work or these don't. And so that one, you know you're getting that comprehensive support. You wrote about it so nicely on the website, so I direct people who are interested to read about these products and see what you're getting because it's difficult to source a similar type of supplement. So I, I've got that, that mineral support yeah. in the dropper. Um, it recommends the portions that you take. And I do like double or triple that. Cause I'm like, you know, more is better on some things, especially when you're, have that high potential to get mineral depleted in our uh, in our daily diet, our daily life. We know about magnesium; how the soil's depleted. And it's the number one most uh, you know glaring uh, deficiency across the population. So I'm really happy with that. I've drunk it straight; it tastes fine. It's not like this nasty thing I have to mask in my smoothie. But I just put it up on the counter and throw a bunch of other things every morning in the smoothie. So I, I really appreciate that opportunity to um, to try the uh, the Dariwobi products.
0: Well, thank you so much. That's Mimi's Miracle Minerals. Uh, thanks for the plug there, Brad. I appreciate that. Uh, for those of you it's interested. It's a miracle. It, it's absolute oh, miracle. It's a miracle. <laughs> and and Brad, tell us uh, how people learn more about you and
1: uh, how they follow you on your socials or whatever you want to share. Oh, gosh. Go to bradkearns.com. You'll be regaled by videos of speed golf because Dave mentioned that. You might not know what it is, but um, I'd love for you to listen to the B-Rad podcast as well, wherever podcasts you you enjoy. And um, love connecting with people, love what you're doing too. So I'm glad we could get on and, and talk chocolate among other things.
0: <laughs> I shot for 10 minutes and, and I realized that there's no way at the 10 minute mark. I was like, we are not, do-. but Hey, it's under 20, which is still a lot shorter than my older uh, podcast. So I hope, uh, uh, people enjoy this episode and now feel some sense of how they can, can feed their sweet tooth without hurting their health goals.
1: And remember those main points. I really like to spread the word. I've been so inspired by Sean Eskinosy and his story. And it's pretty straight up when someone's looking you in the eye and saying, if you buy cheap chocolate, you're supporting child slave labor in Africa. That will help you navigate and not worry too much about paying what is truly a fair price to these hardworking farmers in the in the equatorial nations where they're not making a killing like people in the developed world, but they love what they're doing. And you can learn many of the bars have beautiful stories on them where you can read and see Askinose. All of their bars have a picture of the farmer from the Philippines or from Costa Rica or from wherever they got that exact bar's product from this guy. Jose, and you can read about how he works hard every day in the, in the fields. And it's super amazing. I've taken tours of some of the plants. If you're in Seattle, you can go to Theo, which is a large chocolate maker, and they'll show you how chocolate is made from the big gunny sacks of beans that they shipped in, you know, from across the world. And then they start roasting them and conching them. And then they're pressing them into bars in the last window. And it's, it's super fun to build a hobby like that, which is also connected to your health.
0: Very, very cool. Well, Brad, thanks so much for coming on the show. It's been a fun episode and I'm inspired. I'm going to uh, take note. And by the, by the way, I'm going to publish this content on our blog and uh, I'll let uh, all of our social followers and people on our email list know and I'll go through all those brands that Brad mentioned and put links to them. I'll uh, send so you all that stuff. i
1: happy to, to connect. Oh, that'd be and great. Any, yeah, anyone can email me for more details. And my, my top secret, one of my favorite stories was on the island of Kauai, um, there was a, a great bar that I found in a store, I think it was you know at the airport or something. And so I looked them up and sent a message and they said, oh, um, if you want to meet by the roadside at this highway and this little parking lot, I can give you some of our new batch. So I met this chocolate maker, just pulled over during <laughs> oh, wow. vacation. I told the people in the car, hey, wait, I got I to do a drug deal here on the side of the road. And I came in there and uh, we hit it up and I got 10 of the most delicious bars. And, um, you know, you can find these actual people that are living their dream and, and making this wonderful end product. And it, it's kind of a little uh, a niche world when you go into one of those shops and find the, the bean to bar selections. It's really neat. Kind of like wine, except there's no alcohol involved very cool very cool well
0: brad thanks again it's been terrific thank you dave and for those of you those of you listening this is dave sherwin wishing you health and success thanks again for listening and don't forget about all the free resources on dirobi.com that's d-i-r-o-b-i.com also find the show notes for this episode by clicking on the podcast link there on the website and if you want to pick any of our world-class products while you're there Use code PODCAST to get 10% off anything you like.